All right, so there's no point of introducing this. We just got to jump straight into it. It's just <clears> too <throat> much going on. It's just too much. I mean, I, I have smoke monsters <laughs> coming at me and and crews from the 1940s and all these theories and all these Lokis. It's just like Mobius. There's no point in introducing any kind of setup. We're just here. We're jumping straight into it. So as you guys know, I'm your host, Ryan Aubrey. Of course, I have the lovely pairing of Stephanie and Hannah with me. I feel like I needed a bomb drop at that point. It was a lot of bomb drops this episode. No pun intended. So we'll jump straight in at probably the lightest place to start. Alligator Loki. I feel like every single Disney Plus show has its surprise star. (laughs) I think Alligator Loki is... Loki's surprise star. I mean, yeah. after that episode, it definitely he definitely became my favorite character. So he's surprisingly <laughs> a lot more entertaining to see on screen than I think most people thought he would be. Like, <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of non. I love when, like, in any show or movie, when like there's always a character that's like doesn't speak at all, but they only like act in action, especially when it's like an animal character. Mm-hmm. Like on uh, Avatar, Last Airbender with like Momo. Momo is the funniest character on any watchback of Avatar. I promise you. I promise you. The funniest character of the show. Um, what do you guys think about the growth of Loki? What do you... <clears throat> Sorry. What do you think? So like this episode, we saw our first glimpse of a variant Loki that is closely tied to our Loki at yeah. this point. <clears throat> Like looks just like him and everything. Yeah. Kind of acts like him if you think about it. Like an earlier version of Loki, minus the experiences that this Loki that we're following right now, our protagonist Loki, kind of has incurred. Are you talking about the President Loki one? Yes, President Loki. Okay. My bad. Let me refer to the Lokis by their their their. Yeah, name. I'm like. <laughs> but I'm like that. Like you see the motivations of these Lokis, this whole glorious purpose, betrayal. Mm-hmm. I'm taking over is is like you can see the 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 comparison in our Loki who only cares about honestly getting back to Sylvie more than even taking down the TV really just getting back to Sylvie and mm-hmm. uh, and I you can even argue vice versa I see the love I see the love oh god oh <laughs> um, yeah they they just gave mm-hmm. us a full love episode um and you can see it in all of the other Lokis right. I think the the whole point of all of that boastful Loki and kid Loki and 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 alligator Loki is to show us that there's more to Loki or really just all of the Lokis. I think we saw that throughout the episode as they all kind of had their growth where they're like, we're not going over there. Then they go over there. They're like, they're like, nah, we're we're, we're only taking you to this point. And then it's like a classic Loki sacrifices itself. Like we, we literally see, you know, even boastful Loki, and he did his betrayal thing, which is pretty much really Loki-like. Yep. But well, I think it may partly be all these different versions of Loki are looking at our main Loki. It this is starting to get kind of confusing talking about all the different characters that are just Loki. Um, <laughs> and the main Loki of the show is showing that if. He's pos if it's possible for this version of Loki to have that kind of character growth, any version of Loki can have that kind of character growth. 
if they're put in the right circumstance. One thing I found interesting about when Bo Spilohi announced his betrayal, he kind of really reminded me of Loki from Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a comical, you know, <laughs> like in terms of their goals and, and how they just quickly would betray. And it was like, oh, here he goes again with another betrayal. Yeah. I don't know if that that's what they were going for or not, but I was like, hmm, interesting. I mean, I think it was kind of funny how there was just that room full of Lokis and they all betrayed each other. And they're <laughs> all so shocked that another Loki would betray them, even though they, you know, if you're planning on betraying, you know, another version of yourself, you might want to think that maybe that other version of yourself is planning on betraying you as well. Literally, literally. And that's their entire existence is literally just Lokis. We lied or we cheat. Who would have thought? That's how it all ends with Loki. Um, and so uh, then we get to, I guess, well, I have a bold prediction about the Lokis as well. That I think we've heard the term superior Loki thrown around mm-hmm. yeah. a little too much. I think that either Ravana Renslayer herself is a Loki. Or we're going to meet the superior Loki in this upcoming, whoever's in that, that, that castle. But we'll, we'll touch on that. Let's stay on Ravana Rinslayer. What's the deal with Ravana Rinslayer? I don't know, man. She's so sus. Like, jeez. Is she, like, really following orders blindly? Or is it, like, more to her? I mean, I think she clearly has this desire to know why she was lied to. But she's also in, unlike the other people who, the other variants who realized that they've been lied to, she's um, sticking to her dedication to that organization. And I don't know if that is completely just some kind of plot where if she's closer to the if she keeps her power she's more likely to figure out the answer or she still has this misguided connection where she feels like what she's doing must still be right in some way it's very unclear yeah and then her and miss minutes Ooh, like, i was just yeah. about to ask yeah like they they have like they could they like talk to each other without even saying it so, like, they know something. They do have some kind of, like, weird telepathic communication thing going on. And yeah, that's like, the void spaceship. She's like, oh, yeah, that. Yep, literally. <laughs> literally. Because I was like, ah, something doesn't feel right about this. I think I caught on a lot after uh, Sylvie. I think Sylvie is still very trusting of people, as crazy as it seems. Because she was still yeah. very trusting. But I think that was, that's also, you know what they say about love makes you blind? Mm-hmm. And I think she just is its in love for the first time, and she really w- would have done anything to get to Loki, as we clearly saw her prune herself. Yeah. And they were confused, like, did she just self-prune herself? Like, Yeah. Yeah. What and this? that was also, I think, something really significant about that moment is she wasn't, at that moment, she wasn't positive whether... Ravana was lying to her or not about Loki still being alive, about the main Loki still being alive. So she could have, I mean, 
to her knowledge, she might have just been killing herself there. She didn't know for sure that she was going to be sent to a different location. Mm. That's true. That would have been a terrible ending to the I show. <laughs> that would have been, been such a waste. Yeah, real Romeo and Juliet uh, esque. Um, I I saw a theory that someone said that they believe there's another Ravana. Like there's some kind of because they they've been playing up on enchantment a lot. There's another version of Ravana that's in that castle. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe Ravana's a robot. I don't. I don't know. There's so many theories. I guess now we can start going through them. Um. Are Loki and Sylvie about to release Kang the Conqueror? And I know what you guys are going to say. Like, where is this coming from? But there's actually, nerd moment, there's actually precedence for this in the comics. So, Elioth is another Kang-connected character in the comics. <laughs> and in the comics, there's uh, the castle, right, that we see. Yep. And it's mm-hmm. being protected by a lion so no one can get in or out. It's not oh. just a it's not just a get in situation, it's a get out situation as well. And so could the cosmic castle be guarded by a lion? Could it be a prison? Because in the in the comics, right, um that's the castle limbo. That a lion is there and Kang is there. And so like could that be where they're headed. Could they be making a grave mistake that sets up like the next 10 years at MCU? But could they be making a grave mistake? I don't know. It's kind of hard to say because I feel <clears throat> like in these um Disney Plus TV shows, Marvel keeps um setting up these hints to the comic books. Um, and I don't think I, I'm trying to think of a moment where they genuinely followed through with whatever hints they dropped, kind of like that. Like they'll bring up different things, but they won't actually like follow through necessarily that far. So I'm like, not sure. hundred percent. Yeah. I agree. Uh, they like to bait the nerds. Yeah, exactly. They love to. They love to. They definitely do. I think that that's a lot of what they have done to this point. I think with the new shows that they have in production now, they probably have done a better job based on the feedback of like everyone hating the last episode of the, all of the Marvel Disney Plus series. Mm-hmm. Just because of all that payoff just never coming into fruition. Yeah. But I also know Marvel likes to play the long game. And so they'll set up something without setting up something and they'll retcon to the yeah. point where we don't know if it was always in the plans or if they just got a good idea off of bad ideas. Yeah. Like, if you look at all of the Marvel movies that we don't consider to be the greatest, the Thor, Dark Worlds, Iron Man 3s, and so on and so forth. Iron Man 3 is a fantastic movie. Now, but a lot of people didn't say that out the gate. It was the most comic-heavy movie. I, I didn't get it. I loved that movie. I'm sorry. I had to say that. I get so mad whenever people <laughs> watch that movie. It's the best Iron Man movie. Uh, you might not. I mean, I could argue the first one, but you might not be wrong. I really enjoyed the first one is good too, but the second one is definitely the third worst. Oh, but. yeah, but I don't think anybody disagrees. 
the third, the second one, it, it struggled because Disney was very involved with that one, and they were like, "No, we need to set up the Avengers. We need to do." And they kind of like Warner to DC by trying to force things, and then you could just tell it was too much forces. There was no place for Black Widow in there. She was very forced in there. Yeah, yep. that movie was a little little. <laughs> but I think with three, they got to get back to like more Iron Man. I I think honestly, we want to see Iron Man four. I know a lot of people don't really want to see it anymore. But I think that's the point of Armor Wars is to set up Iron Man 4. Same way Falcon and Winter Soldier set up Captain America 4. But mm-hmm. we'll see, I guess. We'll see. Um, but what do you guys think about, speaking of setups, this theory? What if the castle is Castle Doom from the Fantastic Four? Mm-hmm. And you'll get your Fantastic Four. <laughs> and I'm one step closer to the X-Men. <laughs> one step closer. Um, and the reason for this theory is the Fantastic Four. So there is we can't really tell what the Fantastic Four will look like in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know what what is a reference and what's not. What is like you said, just a, a harmless Easter egg that they have no intention of actually building on, versus mm-hmm. like what is actually foreshadowing. I think yeah. this theory has done done a good job of foreshadowing though. And paying off, so I I have I'm, I might have blind trust, I might have blind faith, I might be Sylvieing it, but <laughs> I believe that they're setting up the Fantastic Four, and I think if you pay attention to all the clues, right, it's kind of like this, right? Uh, you remember in WandaVision, remember uh when uh we never found out the engineer who uh Monica and Rambo contacted in WandaVision, mm-hmm. like we never found out if that was like Reed Richards or not, yeah. And, like, they never answered that. Like, we've never seen an answer to that question thus far. So, could that have been connected to this somehow? It's possible. I mean, I've seen the TVA could be in the negative zone for the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Since it exists in a, you know, outside of time and space. I've seen that theory. I've seen that it could, the TVA is going to, like, fall. And then, like, years down the line, after we have a Fantastic Four, that... Uh, it'll become the negative zone prison from the comics. But here's mm-hmm. one that I think is probably also more than likely very likely. Mm-hmm. What if the TVA has been in the quantum realm this whole time? Yeah, that's, that's a good possibility, actually. I mean, it's possible. On the first episode of the, the audio commentary, we mentioned we thought that it was a possibility that Loki could set up Ant-Man, Quantumania, just because of the Kang connection. We thought it was a loose connection, but after watching the entire series, I think it is very, very clear Loki is setting up the Ant-Man. Yeah, that was actually one of my um, notes. (laughs) That they're setting up Ant-Man? Yeah. And then Ant-Man is going to then set up Fantastic Four? That's a possibility. I think it's a little bit more likely than... I I feel like... Ant-Man setting up Fantastic Four to me makes a little bit more sense yeah. than um, Loki setting up I agree. Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a it's more of a like uh this leads to this leads to that situation. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah Loki is I, I I still think it's gonna he's gonna bring King's gonna come up and then that's gonna set up the Ant Man. Mm-hmm. 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 I agree. I think I think um 
I mean, I'm excited to see Fantastic Four at this point. I'm excited to see Kang. Like, I've never been excited to see Kang ever before in life. I'm like, Jesus, I was going for Galactus, but somehow Kang is becoming much more interesting of a character without ever seeing him on uh, screen. I'm sorry for this, though. I know I'm really excited. So I really hope they... they maybe they'll do, like, a... Remember when they set up um, Thanos? Like, it was, like, the end of... Um, whatever movie it was, and they just showed his face. Was it Avengers? Yeah, I can't remember which one he first showed up. I feel like it was before that. I I think it's funny looking at the different Thanos ones because they kept changing his character design. Um, The the purple glowing eyes and everything. But yeah, you know, they they, they teased him at the end of that movie, and then then you're like, oh shit, Thanos is gonna come. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll end it like that. If you want something done, you got to get it done yourself. <laughs> Pretty much. Then he proceeds to uh, release the the uh, his black army onto mm-hmm. the, the earth and all over the, the solar system to collect. I'm like, how are you going to do it yourself? But you didn't do it yourself. <laughs> what is he talking about? Why'd you set that up like that, Thanos? You lied. He lied. <laughs> I love Thanos. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Thanos is one of my favorite characters. I think he's everyone's favorite, like Big Bat, right our now. Villain, yeah, I got a. I our my bathroom is like kind of Thanos themed. Oh wow! I gotta send you guys like the fan art I have in there. I'll oh, to our group chat later. <laughs> the Mad Titan bathroom. <laughs> the Mad Toilet. Uh, <laughs> the that here's a crazy sidebar. I remember mm-hmm. the Russo brothers and the uh, writers. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it like uh, Marcus and McFeely uh, that wrote uh, Avengers Infinity War? The Russo mm-hmm. brothers came out like way after and said that Thanos was actually the protagonist in their eyes of Avengers Infinity War. The writers came out and said, no, he wasn't. Really? And they, this debate has been going on back and forth ever since. Like every time they go do promo and someone asks them about it, they 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 double down on both sides. That's interesting. <laughs> when I went back and rewatched the Avengers: Infinity War, mm-hmm. with looking at it through the lens of Thanos as the protagonist, Thanos is the protagonist of that movie. The Avengers: Infinity War. Avengers: Infinity War. Okay. I'm gonna rewatch it and do it through that lens. Like we see him more than anybody. We see him at the very start and very end. And we follow him, literally, his journey. Like, we, we kind of feel empathetic towards Thanos a little bit, if you think about it. Obviously, not so much in Avengers yeah. Endgame, but that was a different version. Mm-hmm. But I guess it kind of connects back to this, even when you think of that whole Loki, you know, seeking that glorious purpose movement. Yeah. I think that's Marvel subconsciously telling us all, like, yeah, there is no more Thanos. Like, there's no more glorious purpose villains coming down the pipeline. Everyone else is going to have a deeper self-realized connection. Like, I think Kang even is going to come with a deeper self-realized function. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> I think we're about to be very confused. I know. But speaking of confused, Easter eggs. Yay. <laughs> it's a lot. There's a couple. Yeah, there's a lot. So, some that I looked at was uh, President Loki losing his hand to the alligator, Loki. Mm-hmm. 
Is that a Star Wars reference or a Peter Pan reference? I didn't even think I'm... of Peter Pan, to be honest. Like, you know, at the end of Peter yeah. Pan with, like, the yeah. alligator, like, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm I, like... I didn't, I didn't think about either when I watched the scene, but, it, I mean, it does clearly have a similarity. Here's the saddest part. Both are owned by Disney. <laughs> of course, <laughs> so I know. Oh, God. I'm not, but, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> It was just like, is this a Star Wars reference? Or is this supposed to be Peter Pan? Or are they trying to do both? Are they trying to confuse us with this one? Disney owns their version of Peter Pan. Yes. Not Which Peter Pan. Yeah they, yeah, they don't own the... Uh, I think Peter Pan is open source. Yeah, it's public. Yeah. I noticed that all... The, now, do you guys remember the title of this episode? Yes. A uh, journey into mystery. I noticed that all of these real life mysteries included in the series, mm-hmm. they might have a, a meaning. What do you mean? I think the title is a double entendre. I think it has a dual meaning that we just don't know yet. We won't know until next episode. But if you remember the first episode, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We find out that Loki was D.B. Cooper. Right. Oh, gosh. I loved that. That was so funny. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was a part of the quote-unquote sacred timeline. Yeah. Throughout the show, we've seen small little tidbits at these, like, mysteries, right? Episode 5, we see Princess uh, Eldritch. Yep. Oh, the, the, yeah. the whole crew drop into yeah. the void. You're right. Pretty cool. So it's like that, you know, in, in our time, <laughs> that's a hoax. But are they setting up, like, that was reset? And they were sent here. That's actually a good theory. I like so, that. like, does that matter? You know? Yeah. Is this coming together? Is Kang somehow connected to bizarre American myths and mysteries? Right. <laughs> I got it. That's pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> Kang started the pandemic. Yep. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't so- joked about the pandemic yet. Oh, I think it's 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 coming. Yeah, I'm like I, I thought they would do it like when they were going through all the files in like episode what two I think or you, one. You, you would think so, but yeah, I think like, they're trying to play coy with it for now. Yeah. They're gonna use it. <laughs> it's coming to. in Deadpool. How can you not? Jump oh, it's on. definitely coming. Oh, did you guys see the news that uh uh She Hulk is a is a, a fourth wall breaking show like Deadpool? Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. That could be interesting. I said, hmm. <laughs> that's that's going to be... Are they going to have Deadpool in that? Hmm. Probably not. But you never know. I, I feel like... Is Loki setting up Deadpool? Deadpool 3? <laughs> oh my Deadpool god. <laughs> is he resetting it? Did they reset the timeline on Deadpool 2 so we can act like it never happened? <laughs> I'm just so confused. Deadpool has to address everything that's going on. That's the funniest part. I also saw Deadpool is supposed to actually be in every single Marvel production from here on out. Really? Like uh, fulfilling that cameo, the Stan Lee cameo. That's what Deadpool is supposed to be doing. I should actually do that. I actually don't mind that. I think that's actually a really good person to fulfill that Stan Lee. Oh, I do. Mm -hmm. Any connection to the X-Men? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, other other uh, uh, observations around the MCU. Uh, Shang Chi dropped trailer two. Did you guys see it? Mm-mm, I haven't. Oh, you gotta go watch trailer two. So oh. we get the first look at Abomination since Incredible Hulk. Oh, okay. We see, we see Wong fighting the Abomination, who looks very much so dragon-like. Mm. They've altered his design. I think they're gonna like retcon it and say he like. We remember in Incredible Hulk, he was uh, uh, very addicted to to the the, the treatments. Okay. I think he's gonna. They're gonna say he was like continuing that over time, and that's setting up uh, whatever we're gonna see in Thunderbolt Ross. Possibly even. Oh no, we, we, it is setting it up. I'm tripping. <laughs> he, it's it's confirmed. They're they're setting up She Hulk and Shang Chi. Um. So Abomination is confirmed for She Hulk. Seeing him in the trailer it was like, oh well, he's not gonna die. What <laughs> <Spoiler> an alert! <laughs> Another loose theory that I saw floating around, it wasn't very popular, but it was floating around, is that uh, the person that we're going to find in this castle is Baron Mordo from Doctor Strange. Mm. Not as exciting. Yeah, yeah, but I mean... It requires a mm. lot of answers. <laughs> I have my own theory about what they're going to find, but I haven't seen anybody else talk about it I don't think what do you think lay it on us so I had thought of this before but I mostly thought about it like as a thought like oh that would be funny if that's the case but now I'm kind of wondering if the person or thing that runs the TBA is another Loki variant oh I definitely feel like we're meeting superior Loki yeah, no, I know you mentioned that, but I didn't know if you meant like uh, that he that he or I guess it could be a she, it could be another female Loki, um, is running the thing. Oh, yeah, because the rest of them said they never uh, met another female or a female Loki. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. They did drop that. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Oh, they did. All the Lokis did just say, "Oh." Wow, They're I was like, so uh, no. gross. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, the whole, like a whole uh, realm, a whole realm of uh, misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> misogyny doesn't doesn't exist anywhere else but the end of time. <laughs> 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 the one place where everything dies, misogyny doesn't. Um, <laughs> good job, Marvel. Um. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that. I, I think that that is who we're going to... I think even if we find Kang in there, they're going to somehow retcon Kang to being uh, Loki. <laughs> I just feel... I feel like everything and everybody that we've seen on the show is Loki. <laughs> I also thought it would be kind of funny if it turned out that... that I know you mentioned Ravana might be, but if Mobius turns out to be a Loki variant. I agree. Uh, I think that he is uh, indeed a Loki bear. I, I just feel like everyone, he literally says, <laughs> if you throw a penny here, you, you hit a Loki. Just, just it turns out that every single character that showed up at any point just was another version of Loki. <laughs> literally. Yeah, the show is called Loki, so. Literally. <laughs> Did you guys care about Mobius uh, 
arriving how he did. It was like it was so perfectly timed with no setup whatsoever. <laughs> like literally, literally no setup whatsoever. Touching moment too, Loki. Uh, and and Mobius embracing. Oh yeah. Well, that it could explain. That could be evidence for him being a Loki because he's, to our knowledge, the only non-Loki person who showed up in that place that we saw. Mm, Loki's do survive. Mm. Where do you guys think Mobius goes from here? Where do where do, where do we see him episode six? Because we saw B B Hunter. What was it? Hunter B fifteen. We we did see what happened mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. Where, where do we think? Where do we think we're we're going with Mobius? At, back to the TVA. Maybe he tries to start a revolution. Starts informing the other. Uh, workers there that they're actually variants. We're definitely gonna get like some our jet ski answer for sure. Oh, we're definitely getting a jet ski cameo. But I was like, okay, I don't, I was a little confused. Like, how does he know how to drive? Like, they don't drive in the TVA. Hmm. They just pop in. Hmm. Well, I guess he's been alive for. A ridiculously long period of time. Maybe at some point he just decided, you know what? I'm going to teach myself how to drive. <laughs> but then wouldn't he just like be able to go hop in a jet ski? Because remember, Ravana said that like we could hop in any timeline or any yeah. time period if you want. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> There's another hmm in that episode too with Loki and um, Sylvie. Um, you know the whole like blanket scene. Loved it. Mm-hmm. You know how Loved they got cold. Um, they're frost giants. How can they get cold? Hmm. I've never seen Loki say he was cold. He said they were they were like shivering. He was like, "Yes." Yeah, I know he never said it, but like frost giants don't get cold. Well, he is half a frost giant, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's he not. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Also, they could have just been using it as an excuse. Just to get close. Yeah. That's what I think they did, yeah. I mean, I've been shipping them since day one, so. I love it. I love it. Love that that's not his daughter. Love it. Love it. I I wish they weren't both Lokis, and then it would be less weird to me. (laughs) Oh, it's very weird. It's, it's. I said it before, but I don't know what to call it because it's not incest because they're different <laughs> versions of the same person. But it is definitely something in that area. I mean, it's like when you marry your distant cousin, it's like distant self. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of self-love. A lot of self-love. You got to love that. <laughs> oh, I just like seeing it. I don't know why. I just I just like seeing their, their love manifest. I just, like, even if I wasn't bugged out, if I wasn't, like, bugged by um, them being, like, the same person, essentially, I kind of think their relationship would work. I I really do like the whole angle where they love each other, and that's part of their development, and it's part of why they are different from other versions of Loki, is that they've found its love with each other i just wish it was i think it would work better if it was a much more platonic kind of um 
relationship. Platonic would have been easier to sell. They kind of forced this love on us, and we just have to accept it. Yeah, I'm a sucker for love, so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna fall for it all the way, Marvel. Keep it coming, but I understand creatively how it's like, oh, y'all kind of forced this. What if they <laughs> set it up like, um, uh, have you guys seen Stranger Things? Yes, of course. You know how Steve and the girl, like, they were like setting up that, and then she ended up being gay. Yeah. Like, yeah (laughs) and then they become best friends (laughs) i mean i think the greatest platonic relationship that i've seen in cinema that was ruined by the sequel was you guys ever seen uh the kingsman yes yeah you remember uh uh what was it eggsy and i guess lancelot at that point yeah you guys remember how like they had like such a natural platonic relationship Mm-hmm. And then they ruin it in the second movie. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Why did they do that? Also a Disney movie now, I believe. But why did they do that? Like, why? Yeah. It was kind of a waste, honestly. But We still yeah. had so much more to develop in them. I thought that's what the second movie was missing, was her. Like, all yeah. of her death. It was so unnecessary. Even the dog died. <laughs> Like, they told us the dog would die in the first one. And then they killed the dog in the first (laughs) seconds of the second one. I mean, Jesus. And they tried to give us 30 minutes of Julianne Moore. (laughs) I'm a fan of Julianne Moore, though, so. Mm -hmm. I'm also a sucker for that. Keep it coming, Disney. Um, (laughs) um, I guess the the last thing we'll touch on, where do you guys think they're going? With uh, episode six, and how you guys feel about Black King? I feel like it's King is over there. I think in episode six, we're gonna get a death, possibly Mobius's death, like actual death. I feel it. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, like, yeah, there has to be some kind of like death in it. It's gonna be Mobius. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to figure out because. You know, with the other two Marvel Disney Plus series, you kind of knew going in that this is a one-season thing. And we know that Loki isn't just going to be a standalone one-season. So I think that makes where the finale is going um, a little bit, where episode six is going, a little bit more complicated to try and figure out because you know it's both the end of the season but they're planning on doing more afterwards so it has to leave room for more to happen mm-hmm. true but is the second season like the first season's gonna set up we said possibly ant-man second season come in later like way later after like maybe two other movies three other movies uh, the second season is the the movies and the Disney Plus shows are out of sync at this point because of now we're getting Black Widow, but yeah. like you know, so they're out of sync at this point. I think that they'll probably take a break on the Disney Plus shows. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because stuff got complicated when they couldn't start releasing their movies and timeline wise. 
Yeah. So that makes me curious of where season two would begin. Oh, I think we're getting that answer. Hopefully more Sylvie. We love us some Sylvie. Yeah, I don't think they're planning on ditching her. It would seem they're they're spending all this. They're they they're they're putting a lot of effort in building up um, Sylvie and Loki. Um, not as much Mobius as I thought when I first started watching the series. I thought he was going to be a lot more important. Yeah, I agree. Then I kind of wish he was more important than he ended up being. As kind of like um, comedic relief. Lovable oath. Terrible detective. <laughs> and now martyr. Possibly. But I think they might do something to leave it open because I, I think it could be a situation where they're not sure they're going to want him in the next season. But Marvel is definitely Marvel definitely likes being able to keep the door open. They do. Yeah. Even if they put him in that castle <laughs> and hold him in there behind uh the smoke monster. I have to give him a, a simple name that that I would know because that like last time with the prunes, like I did not know that's what it was called. So now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, smoky. Oh, you want to say sticky, funky thing? Uh, yeah. The smoky, smoky monster man. Or I guess that's not progressive. Smoky monster person. <laughs> Alliance. Alliance. Um. So with Black Widow weekend now approaching, what do you guys think about Black Widow? Obviously, we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I'm excited to watch. Uh, I know someone that saw it, and he said it made him sad because he knows, obviously, like, she dies later in Avengers. or Yeah. Uh, so he, he, he fell in love with her all over again, and then he was like, oh, I remember what happens to her later. Oh, we'll yeah. just, we'll conjure her back. through. We'll pull another version of her. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'll make up yeah. for it, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it'll take up for it. We'll, cool. we'll, pull, we'll literally pull her out of a, a, a version, a branch of the, the TVA where a variant version of, <laughs> of Black Widow was going to die, but actually Hawkeye died. And we're going to be like, hey, come here. Come in our reality. <laughs> we need a new one. <laughs> yeah, we need a new one. <laughs> no, I'm excited for it, though. I'm excited to see her like backstory and all that. And I love Florence um, Pug. Pug or Pew? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like her a lot. I love that actress. Yeah, she's I, really good. Did you guys see the the WWE movie she was in? Yep. What was it called? It's all in the family or something like that. Oh, I saw commercials for that. I don't think I ever saw it. Oh, high recommend. Yeah, high it's recommend. really good. Very touching movie. She doesn't look quite as touching in this Black Widow trailer, but I guess we'll see. I don't know if we're going to fall in love with her as much as we probably did and still will do with uh, Natasha, but I guess we'll see. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just oh, It's called Fighting With My Family. Fighting With um, My Family. That's yeah, but is. I just pulled up her IMDb. She's going to be in Hawkeye. Like, oh. All eight episodes, too. Oh. So, Hawkeye might... has a lot already going into yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm like, okay. Yeah. So we we might fall in love with her. We might. <laughs> we very well might. Uh, well, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back again for the 
final installment of the audio commentary series to let you guys know our crazy thoughts about what happens in uh, the castle of Transylvania. Um, I have to come up with a funny name for that. Smoky, smoky, boom person's <laughs> castle, house, thingy, magic, oh, realm, quantum. <laughs> so we will be back next week. Um, and as always, comment, like, subscribe, I guess. I don't know. This is like <laughs> Patreon, so I feel like you could do all of that on there, too. You should. And if you can't, Patreon, make a way for them to comment, like, and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs>